Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Iglap. And as usual, you know, it's me, Paolo. And today's episode is going to be quite interesting because, you know, last year we actually had an episode that was quite similar to this. We had an episode about uh, beauty pageants in the Philippines. Uh, and funny enough, uh, you know, our guest for tonight, she was actually our guest last year. I, it was around, uh, around this time when I checked it was... I think the one-year anniversary of her episode was uh, on the 14th, if I'm not mistaken, or the 13th. So it's very timely and very fortunate that you know she had the time to you know to be with us today, especially since she will be joining this very um, prestigious and very famous pageant. And I know she's very busy with all her preparations and things like that. But before we get to our guest today. Uh, my my sponsors tell me that I keep forgetting to you know to mention them at the start of each episode, so you know without further ado you know let's uh, I'd like to thank Swagat Indian Cuisine who's always been our sponsor since season one and I'd also like to thank the Modern Fashionista so if you need any fashion accessories you know pants shirts or whatever just go to the Modern Fashionista and the last one is Tayo Movement it is a great brand because it's all about respecting people's pronouns. Uh, you know, because the, the thing is, you know, nowadays, uh, gender is no longer just, you know, straight or not, right? Of course, there are a lot of uh, different kinds of um, orientations, right, in, in that sense. So, you know, there are those who are part of the LGBTQIA and things like that. And Thai movie is all about respecting people's pronouns. So whether the person's a he or him, a she or her, or a they and them, uh, you know, just go to Tire Movement on Shopee and you'll see a lot of, you know, awesome merchandise there. So going back to our guest tonight, she's been here before. Uh, she was here last year when we were talking about pageants. Then I discovered that this year she joined a very prestigious pageant and she'll be talking about more about that pageant than I put her through. Uh, so it's very timely. It's very awesome. But anyway, you know, without further ado, welcome back to Iglap, uh, Rian Nervida. Hey, Rian. Hi. Hello, everyone. All right. So usually I like introduce the guest, like I say what you sent me about yourself. But this time I want you to introduce yourself to our audience. You know, just tell us stuff about yourself. Uh, but not like the usual, my name is Rian and stuff like that. I want you to tell us something fun, like what's your favorite, let's say, sport or favorite food or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, once again, I'm Rian Nervita. Um, my favorite sports, I think, it would be cycling. And my favorite food, fried chicken. I think Very simple stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm on a diet. My manager was so strong. Oh, so you're, you're dieting already. So what, what are you eating right now? Actually, we had banana earlier, and for morning we had cereal and low-fat milk. That's all what uh, we're eating. And actually, before we start, I'm about to take coffee, but then I see the time, and I don't have any enough time to take a coffee. So okay, well, I mean, yes, interview. Well, it's okay. I mean, you know, I'm sure you have. Uh people who are with you in your place, they can make you the coffee if you want and you can drink during the interview. It's totally fine. I mean, I, I I'm can currently... drink the coffee while wearing my makeup. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, very, very professional of you. All right. So, you know, Rian, so 
you're joining this pageant called uh, Miss Queen International Philippines, right? And that's basically like the, because from my understanding, you know, there are beauty pageants, right? Let's say Miss Universe, Miss World, etc. But so that for a country to send like a representative, they have to have like Bini Bini Filipinas or which is known now as Miss Universe Philippines. I guess there's like a Miss World Philippines or whatever. Yeah. So would you say that MIQ Philippines is something like that wherein, you know, you're all Filipino women competing, then whoever wins gets sent to, um, you know, the main stage in MIQ. Um, Actually, it was fun because we're talking about it last time, last time, I guess, here. Uh, yeah. We're talking about uh, my opinion about uh, trans people joining Miss Universe. And hmm. up and before we end up the live telecast, you asked me if, if there's a chance that I'm going to compete on Miss International Queen. And I said yes, but hopefully the plan should go in a in a way that I, I think I should. And this year really gave us a shocking moment, this pandemic that we didn't see that it, it will long last uh, up to a year. And luckily, the issue was still not yet uh, unsilent because of the Miss Universe that allowing transgender people. And there are a lot of Bible verses going out and people talking about it so negatively. And yeah. I was shocked and, and thankful that Philippines had the opportunity to grab and franchise this Miss International Queen Philippines to represent the trans community people to a national pageant. And I think it is a nice way for us to uh, to show to the people that we can compete internationally and to have our representative in a proper way. That's what I think. We can com compare the pageant to Binibini Filipinas, such like that, because everything changed as past few years, I think. So I'm so thankful to Ma'am Jing Lomaban for doing this such thing and together with Ma'am Michelle Monte Carlo. It was a big change for everybody. Even though we're having this pandemic, we don't know when to stop this or how we're going to stop this pandemic. But thankful that Philippines is now upgrading and changing the old norms that we had. Yeah, so with that, no, uh, because last year as well, for our episode, um, there was this um, transgender beauty queen who said that, I'm, I'm just going to paraphrase, I, I can't remember her exact words, but she said something like, you know, transgender people shouldn't be in Miss Universe, right? Uh, I'm yeah, just wondering yeah. for you, do you think transgender people should be in Miss Universe? I actually answered that in a nice way that it's the organization allowed the transgender people who Yeah, of course. But I, I, I don't want you to be like the, I don't want you to be the diplomatic answer. I want the Rian in her own opinion uh, answer, yeah. right? Okay, you your own opinion, okay? Your uh, own opinion. I do support Miss Universe allowing transgender people to join because you're going you're not going to pose uh you're not going to allow things to happen if there's no certain uh requirements if the transgender qualified the requirements who are we to judge so if not there's still miss international queen to join with and here it is it came from the philippines so we need All right, to so uh i'm gonna be honest you know i was thinking to myself uh 
because you know I, I did watch our episode last year and I felt that I didn't really give you enough difficult questions. So what I did was I I watched several um, Miss Universes in the past. I think from 2012, if I'm not mistaken. I think that was Venus Ross here, right? I'm not really sure anymore. 2010. Okay, who, who, who was 2012 in the Philippines? Janine. Was it um Janine? Yeah, Janine. Okay, yeah. Sorry. So. All right, so I started watching from Janine, not Shamsi. So yeah, 2012. And, you know, I looked at all, I heard all the questions. I wrote down the ones I thought were the most difficult ones just because I feel that you could answer them. But we'll get to that more later. That's so I actually want to talk more about you, uh, you know, your personal life and stuff like that. So, of course, you know, you are transgender and you're proud to be transgender yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. But in terms of, you know, when you were growing up, and such and i and i hope you know i'm sure you a lot of people have you know asked you this question but you know we do have a lot of uh, viewers from different countries who may not have seen the episode and such but why don't you walk us through about your childhood like when did you finally um discover that you're actually a woman and how did it go with your family and and things like that actually it all started when i was young and like how young are we talking about kinder kindergarten Oh wow, that's really young. That's like a four. Yeah, because five I really year old. hate being surrounded by boys, and I enjoyed much the company of girls way back before. But all my cousins are guys. Uh, but my batchmate or my kababata, all of them are guys. So I need to adjust myself. Now I want to make it normal. I'm a gay during that time, and I was avoiding the terms of people something like that and i don't want them to look me like i'm an abusive person because of my uh, gender so in that time in order to avoid those things i decided to choose uh between girls and boys so i decided to play with girls more of them but some of my toys are boys because my mom brought it for me I still played when I was at home, but then uh, I saw my my mom, the biggest supporter of mine. He really uh, he really gave me the strength to show to the people who really am because she called me inside our compound as the lad. There it became learn about the neighbors. They know about my gender. And they always called me since my name originally is Larry. They created some name like Larissa, Lorraine, and some pro pronounce it Lorraine because we're we're Visayas. My father was uh, Cebuano and my mom was the Goenya. So when the time start, uh, I actually not in a good relationship with my parents way back before because I'm still undecided on my gender. But then, living in separated family, it gives me strength. And I think it works that my mom showcased me the support, especially when she brought me um, a pack of underwears. That's, I think, elementary things. I decided to wear, because we called underwear as panty. Uh, that's panty. My brother, my sister, all of us calling it panty because that's underwear for us. But one moment when I shouted at the bathroom, I said, Ma, wala akong panty. 
I was in shock when she gave me a saw and underwear. Ma, literal na pa ito. What happened? Sabi, hayaan mo na, binili ko yan for you. Ay, there, I think, medyo kumaan yung feeling na you think na nakukulong ka in a certain thing na because we're inside the compound. Relatives, yeah. they all telling me what should they want to see as a guy, but I'm not that person they want me to be. And way back before, also my siblings are not having a good relation. I think we had a great communication four years ago when my brother greeted me Merry Christmas and I was in shock because it's been so long we hadn't that kind of talk. Even we're celebrating in one room. And I think they understand me. And there's a moment my mom doesn't know about the blue book term. I had this with Nicole and some of my friends. And I used her phone to text them. And I said, And she was really mad on the word mudra. I was being slapped by a guabastik. That was so painful, especially if it's the tiniest. She's laughed me many times and pinched me because she said, Wala akong respeto. I just called her mudra. Doesn't know that mudra is a term for mother. Sorry, what does mudra mean aside from mother? Is there another um, you know, definition for it? Aside from mother? Yeah, a lot. Mudra, muji, muji kels, mom, she. It just evolved. It depends of terms of some LGBT group, especially when you use your uh, our Olongapo term in Manila. It's new to them because they have different uh, classification of Lubo. Like they call the guy as Otoko, while in Olongapo we call the guy Bulay. Yeah, that it's uh, it's it's kind of conflict, but I think misunderstanding and a differentiate a different type of community on how they're going to call each other kasi ang blue book naman uh, it depends on how we're going going to use it like in exact na lang natin yung afam like it's normal afam but we use it afamifi something like, just to make it like girl yeah i think okay so i mean i'm glad to hear that you know you had a great relationship with your parents growing up, um, with your siblings, not not so, so much. So you know, uh, you know when I when I uh, watch interviews with different transgender women, whether it's in the Philippines or abroad, they always say that at first, I guess because of the lack of education, right, in terms of yeah. you know so be and such, a lot of them start out thinking that oh I'm gay, you know I, I like you know because I like men or I feel this way, you know I'm gay. Uh, yes, and I also, assume you know you, you, there's yeah. also other term now when you uh, when a straight guy had a feeling towards a transgender or they some other think that that straight guy is also a gay because he had a feeling to a transgender which is, I think that's not right because as a transgender we consider ourselves as a woman so in a relationship there is a man and there is a woman so I think it's a misunderstanding and lack of education towards differences 
and way back before we literally use gay to describe someone who's you know lalamya lamya lalambot lambot gay term the reason why there is a mixed competition but yeah for, for people who are soft but, uh, upon learning differences i realized oh i now i know like it it has a lot of things to learn it has a lot of things to evolve and they need to understand and go with the flow because year is changing and the era is trying to create new ones all right so i'm just wondering now rian and i just want to jump the gun a bit uh how many boyfriends have you had i actually had one boyfriend like physical face to face wait what <laughs> what do you mean one, one physical boyfriend, boyfriend? <laughs> no because before you know there is a plan <laughs> a certain group uh, they created such plan and there are people who's willing to have girlfriend through text you know oh okay so you mean what you mean is uh you had one boyfriend who you know you could hold hands with while you had a lot of other i guess um relationships that were more digital or cellular in that way right that's what you mean yeah that was me back when i was elementary up to high school okay so how about this um sorry let me refine my question Who's how many boyfriends have you had before? when you know you or you know already came out as a transgender woman and things like that because i understand that you know when you're in preschool i'm sorry kindergarten you know you were feeling that way but Sorry, what age did you say that, oh, I'm a woman? Like, you know, I'm a transgender woman. How old were you? How old am I? When I started after graduating high school. So that was around 18, 19, give or take? Yeah, I know. Uh, 16? Why did you graduate high school so early? 16? 20, 20. I forgot. Wait. Okay, but anyway. 20, 10, 20, 10, 20. Um, okay, let's just assume that you were 17, 16, 17 when you came out as a transgender woman. Mm -hmm. So from age 16 until present, how many boyfriends have you had? Let's not include the high school one. one. Oh, just one? Okay. Yeah, my latest one. Because no okay. one is trying to be serious. All of them, they wanted to be like, I wanted to be your man, but none of them are sure none of them are real they just i think there is certain thing they wanted to get the reason why they want to be in a relationship okay that's why so. i'm afraid to be in a relationship during that time because i was too young and not to learn about this relationship going on having this boyfriend especially not all the people would understand the situation so when the time i settled and think of my future and I realized that I really want to be this person. Uh, I give a chance to someone. And luckily, we're still going. Oh, OK. And, that's good. Yeah, I think it's been nine years. Nine, nine years? That, that's that's pretty long. Six oh, God. <laughs> so you guys nine have been months, together. So you guys have been together for nine years, which I think is you know, pretty awesome. That that's a very long relationship, I guess, yeah. for uh, today's standards. So, how did you and this guy meet? Actually, a friend of her, a friend of him, 
is one of my supporter way back before. He's working at Smart One. And one moment, I was so shocked because he always gets ticket only for one person. But then that night, he asked for two. And I was wondering who's going to be with him. So that time, my aspiring to become a boyfriend was there watching. And when I talked to him through text, I was in shock because he really watched all my pageants in different places if he had the time. And I don't think it's a serious one because, you know, during that time when he's going to text me, there is a certain quotation like uh, saying before the message. Yun yung usa before eh. You have a long message, para inspirational message before the uh, the main message. The main text. Yeah. Hello, good morning. And at the end of it, it's like GP. <laughs> like a signature. So I'm not responding. And he texted me like, bakit hindi ako nag-reply? And I was in shock. Ah, akin ba yon? I thought it was a group text. Because when you use QT or GT, it means group group text. Yeah. Way back before. Yeah. So it, then. Wait, how old are you? Because you're, you're making it sound like you're like 40 years old when you say way back before. How, how old are you? <laughs> I'm 26 right now. You're younger than me, okay? So I kind of understand the group chat thing or something, okay? So you don't have to say way back when because you're making me feel old since you're only oh, I'm so 26 sorry. and I'm already 29. So, okay. Uh, I didn't win. All right. So, you, no, 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 it's okay. I'm, I'm just kidding. Maybe so, you're not aware about those things because that's a Filipino thing. Especially we had the plans. We created a group well, of plans. I mean, the, the closest thing I, I did was I was part of a Yahoo Messenger group for school. I wasn't really into the whole... I wasn't really into the whole... You're too social. We don't use Yahoo before. We only use Pantadtaran cell phone, like 3310. Well, the, the point is, I never had a cell phone, though, when I was growing up. I had a cell... My first cell phone, I was, like, 13 years old, and it was a 3310. So... I had to use the, and I only used the Yahoo Messenger for school, by the way. So it wasn't really for friends, like, hey, let's go to the mall or something. It's more like, okay, we have this group project, the science That's project. That's a different type of group, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's so like it's, it's also higher level group compared to us. <laughs> no, I was, a, I was a nerd as, as a kid. But okay, no, but I'm glad to hear that. But I wanted to ask, though, uh, and if it's too personal to, to answer this, uh, you don't have to, but... You know, a lot of um, people who I... Because, you know, I spoke to a lot of people uh, regarding this episode. And they always say that, you, you know, when a straight man, you know, gets into a relationship with a transgender woman, a lot of um, people, you know, ask him, you know, like, hey, you know, are you gay? Or, hey, um, do you know that this person's transgender? And, and things like that. So did your boyfriend have to go through that? A lot. So in order to avoid that, Let's just say I accept the fact that, oh, he's a bisexual and end the conversation. Because if you're trying to defend something and they said, oh, you're guilty, you're defending someone. Of course, I'm defending him because he's my man. And who are you to judge? You're not the one who has a feeling. Maybe you're insecure, you're jealous, or maybe you're afraid that you're having a feelings towards transgender because 
you're afraid to be discriminated by the people and say something harsh word like, oh, you're gay. You're already part of the gay, gay community. I don't think any any serious thing about it. Especially when um, when we started live uh, during Kylie's broadcast. There is a one question like, gamit na gamit na yung question na, do you think uh, LGBT people is a sin or a jinx in our society? Wow, it's 2021, why we still use those kind of words? And it's being answered many times. You should not judge the gender of someone or the feeling. It's always the person itself look from within on what it has been done. Because I think there's no such jinx. Maybe they are. Those people yeah. who have been at they are the jinx. They are creating such segregation towards people. Yeah. And actually, you know, one question that I kind of hear, or not, I'm sorry, not really here because I'm not transgender and I'm not part of the LGBT community, but I always notice that, you, you know, uh, because I have friends, right, who are from the LGBT community, whether they're transgender or whatever, they're always asked the question, do you support same-sex marriage? And I find it very silly when you ask that to a transgender woman because, I mean, you're a woman, right? And if you marry a man, then it's not same-sex. It's a man. You know? I mean, you get you get the, the point, right? Yeah, that's uh, the point that being used because, yeah, kagaya na sabi ko kanina na, yung gay term yun yung pinaka nag uh, nagco-quote sa isang lalamyalam niya na ah uh, pag hindi normal sa paningin ng iba na oh you're you're having this kind of comfort and you oh you're gay you're gay and it's also being used as a threat to a child like oh you're using your artist uh combha you're a gay but ang out like you're giving an example to someone para matakot siya and in a negative way yeah parang ang pangit tignan kaya kaya tinawag na same sex kasi nga they're still looking on how we are made of that's why i think they think us as same sex marriage kasi nga we were born as a man and we're just performing as a woman so i think yeah it's disrespecting especially in a country that is Roman Catholic, and they don't want to allow that. But let's just look about. Uh, let's just look about the word married. Do you find some people who are successful being married? I think not at all, because a lot of us suffered from misunderstanding. I always say to that, if ever I always answer that question, uh, let's not focus on the same sex. But let's focus on the word marriage because the marriage is a sanctity of two persons loving. That's what I understand. It's a momentous moment to those lovers, not by genders. So if you think of the marriage thing and it's not possible for us to get married, then we don't need it because it's just a piece of paper. So we don't, we don't need validation from a priest or so whoever it is as long as we know how we feel i don't care about them because if you're going to depend and depend and defend mauubos lang yung bosses mo and hindi pa rin nila naiintindihan yung mga ganong concept 
yeah, no, no, totally agree. But can I ask you though, uh, Rian? Um, because I assume you do some Facebook lives or something, or maybe when you post a photo on Facebook or whatever. What was the silliest question that you've ever gotten? Uh, actually, it's not a question. It's a statement that goes okay. like, um, Ang ganda mo naman, daig mo pa yung tunay na babae. Huh? Oh. Like, yeah. pwede mo naman i-compliment yung tao without comparing to others. Like, you appreciate the beauty, you appreciate the earrings, you appreciate the hair. Yeah. Parang ang sakit basahin na, ang ganda mo, mas maganda ka pa sa akin. Parang, I'm not degrading someone naman when I posted my picture with makeup. I just posted because I appreciate my makeup, I appreciate my looks, and I wanted to share to people to inspire them na hindi naman kailangan porkit babae ka na, na eto ka na lang. Kaya kailangan nating mag-ano, uh, mag-evolve into arranging ourselves, fixing ourselves na when we post it online, you know, there are people a lot going to say whether it's beautiful whether it's not it's appropriate for us to be uh, inspirational not to be ano not to be discriminative way na nagpost ako kasi ganito yung gusto ko nagpost ako na may gantong nakikita but i'm not uh, exposing myself na i'm selling it i'm comparing it to others na i don't want you to be oh ang, ang payat naman niya ang taba naman niya Ano, and you know yung mas natural reaction ng mga tao na pwede ka namang magbigay ng heart, pwede ka mag-like if you don't like, pwede ka mag-angry, something like that. I think that's the silliest No, definitely. I mean, yeah, it's a very silly statement, you, you know, right there. And I guess, you know, with that being said, uh, let's talk a bit about backhanded compliments. So aside from that, like you're prettier than a, a real woman, quote unquote, and, and things like that. What were other backhanded compliments that you have gotten from, from people? Because the thing is, um, when people say those things, right? Let's say, you know, you're prettier than a quote unquote real woman, or you're prettier than me, things like that. I don't. I mean, this is just my opinion, but of course, I could be wrong because I'm not, you know, part of the community, so I don't really experience that. I don't think in any of my photos someone said, you know, you're prettier than a real girl. I'll be like, I have a beard. So I don't know what kind of women you um, Or anyway. Uh, but what other, what are other... Because you know, the thing is, when people say those things, I don't think they mean it to insult you. It's just more like, you know, that really irritates you. Sorry, what was that last word? I don't know what that last word means. Lawit. <laughs> uh, the bio biological in between my legs. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That, that's a very dirty uh, um, comment from that person. Yeah. Kaya, uh, I always said uh, if there's a comment something like that, maybe they're just insecure. And I yeah. said, baka mas malaki pa tong sa akin. That's why you're quoted it like, ang ganda mo naman, kaso may lawit. So I'm wondering, um, Rian. So of course you have a boyfriend. I know that. Yeah. But have there been men who you know message you and say, "Hey, you know you're pretty and, and things like that." Uh, you know, I want to to date you, but I want it to be in secret. Has that happened to you? Well, luckily it doesn't happen. But there are a lot of message like, "Hi, hello, video chat." 
And when you open the camera, you're going to be shocked because you see the guy naked and jerking off. I wasn't expecting it. So I carefully read as a filtered message and check if there are important messages, something like because my Facebook is being used to my personal page as inquiries for dressmaking and makeup makeup art and I'm not literally opening it and accepting people because of that uh, situation kaya medyo laylo tayo sa pagre-respond and pag-accept ng mga tao kasi ayoko so, ng mga ganong situation um, before we get to your dressmaking I have one more question because you know, this is um stereotype that a lot of men who message transgender women are usually foreigners so my question to you is just based on your experience are they mostly local men who message you those things or are they usually foreign men actually the uh, the, the thing that i said earlier it's a local man i don't know oh. where they get facebook and uh, it's better not to respond but because it's kind of war between my boyfriend and them so i don't want to expose things such so you mentioned um sorry give me one second i'll just throw my cigarette okay so you know you mentioned a while ago that you know there are other men who have you know before you got together with your boyfriend that uh there are men who messaged you saying hey you know i want to you know date you but you know you didn't really feel that they're very um they're very sincere with that statement right um, but, you know, when you were in grade school, when you are in high school, did you have classmates who later on, you know, many years later when you came out as a woman, started messaging and say, hey, Riyad, uh, this is me. Let's say my name is John. We are classmates in science class, first year high school. Do you want to, you know, go out on a date? I mean, you know, something like that. Has that happened to you? No, actually, um, maybe the reason why before, after I graduated high school, I changed my name into Riyad. And I use this Avon as my surname. And a lot of people asking me because they said I look familiar. And when I came to a special event, it's gathering of my high school and elementary friends. Yeah, it's like a, a reunion. I really look different from the way I was before. And I, they, they cannot search my name. So I decided to return it back as Larissa Banal and a lot of my relatives from Cebu, Dabao, added me and said, Hey, Larry, it's that you already. I was in shock and ganyan. And some of my friends inviting me. And being curious about such things na, Paano? How did you end up like this? Yeah, because before I was not, I was not that kind of, you know, attractive. I'm not always uh, maayos. I don't yeah. do such thing. I'm not really feminine before, but after I graduated high school, I've been under handled by Miss Amica Montero, which is our former um, agency, and she really opened me into this field of pageantry, and I find it exciting because you're enjoying on stage and people appreciating you performing and at the same time if you made it into the top five you're going to earn money so it excites me because i live separated from my mom after i graduated high school so 
that's the time I decided na, oh, I wanted to be this girl. I wanted to be feminine. So I studied everything, wearing heels, putting makeup, uh, arranging my hair. And those learning, I think, helps me to live my life today. Kasi yun yung mga naging source ko after uh yeah after high school naging source ko yon and it find na i find it myself na kaya ko palang gawin if i really try so i try everything na kinaya kong mag-hair kinaya kong mag-makeup and lately i decided to create my own things kasi nga i wanted to have uh expectation versus reality on social media I've seen a lot of design. Oh, I want to wear this one. I want to be mine. So I decided to create my own. I started sewing. And luckily, I found someone who's been our dressmaker before and also the designer of our gown. I asked her na, pwede mo ba akong turuan ng basic? So when I learned the uh, basic sewing, I, she decided to, okay, let me teach you the pattern on how to create gowns. There, I decided everything. So, doon ko napatunayan na if I really want something, paghihirapan ko siyang pag-aralan as long as na magawa ko na siya in my own ways. So, you know, going back to, um, so going back to, you know, the whole pageant thing, uh, here's my question to you because, you know, there are people who say, and I think it's, you know, in my own opinion, um, it's wrong to say this, but a lot, you know, there are people out there who say that trans women need, or transgender women, needs, they need to pass as women. I mean, in terms of how they look, right? Because what? Um, pass in the sense that they look like quote unquote, quote unquote, real women, right? So for you, if you're, for any transgender woman out there, is it extremely important that they need to pass in terms of how they look? Or for as long as you know, um, in, for as long as you know, deep inside, you know, in their minds and their hearts, they feel like a woman that's more than enough. Oh, I think kaya lang naman naging um, standard ang beauty, especially I myself being standard in the beauty, because I started my journey as a transgender in a beauty pageant. That's why it's important for us to you know, to to be seen beautiful, perfect, into into fit, into size. Kaya nga, one time, when the lockdown started, I gained so much weight and a live, uh, I think, it's a live video being posted. And a lot of people comment, oh, what happened to Lari? Nakabayaan sa kusina. Oh, what happened? Andi right, Tata. Parang, uh, Napaka, uh, it's so painful for me na ma-read yung mga ganong comments na, oh, I need to be uh, I need to be perfectly fit in the eyes of everyone. Kahit na napakahirap, kailangan mong ma-meet ma yung standard ng tao kasi nga, doon kanila nakilala in the startup of beauty pageant. But to those people na nag start sa mga transgender dyan, if you really feel na babae ka, it's enough. And always remember, if you really feel na babae ka, you need to learn how women raise, on how they sit, on how they act, on how they comb their hair, how to take care of themselves. It's, in short, it's being neat, I think. Kasi, uh, hindi mo naman kailangan tularan yung mga tao into pageantry. Kasi, 
they really need to be appreciated on stage so in order for that you need to be you know precise perfect in the eyes of everyone kaya pag may mali kang nagawa everyone will go into uh, comment bad words like what happened parang oh i realized na there are a lot of people looking at me and i need to be their inspiration in some ways but not all of them is following the steps of beauty queen they just admire them so maybe there is the reason why there are a lot of transgender to be, want to be beautiful the fastest as we can uh one thing is for sure everything can be you know everything can be yours as the time goes by in a proper time not always on rush because if you rush things you forget how to study well because i've seen a lot of trans in my in my city in a long before before oh i i was being inspired by nicole because she's beautiful she's uh, she's sexy and a lot of them says na magpapahaba na ako ng hair and i'm i don't want to go to school and i tell them hey hindi niyo ba alam we we graduated high school before we totally goes out as a transgender and pinagtitiisan namin yung mga wigs hairpins on our kasi nga hindi pa ganoon kabongga yung hair namin and i graduated also under being a cad but not being a officer mahirap mahirap talaga pag nagstart and dun sa mga nagtitingin na pag trans kailangan pretty agad no hindi kasi we started being bullied we started na mga chaka mukhang mababahong gay something like that and we use those words as inspiration for us to to change the way we live since we considered as a women we decided to act as a women so with that um i've heard that you know in terms of the lgbt community there are you know some members i, I don't want to name names who are I'm trying to think of a nice way to say it, but you know, I don't want to say anti-transgender, but I guess that's the best way to say it. You know, there are some um, prominent LGBT people here in the Philippines who are anti-transgender in the sense that they say that, you know, um, even if you grow your hair, even if you wear makeup, at the end of the day, you're still a man, right? That's what that's what yeah. some of them say. Um, but for you, um, Rian, why do you think that there are people within the community, within the LGBT community? who are like that, who have that kind of um, way of thinking that, you know, there are no, there's no such thing as a transgender woman. They're just a cross-dresser or, or a drag queen or whatever. I mean, why do you think there are people with that kind of mentality within the LGBT community? Actually, upon learning the differences, drag queens are different. And learning yeah. about drag community is also a big uh, way to learn. Inside drag queens, there is still a man performing as a drag. There is a trans performing as a drag. There is a lesbian performing as a drag. I think those kind is just a misunderstanding. Kagaya na kasi mabigo na. Kagaya namin, we need to be perfect in the eyes of everybody because we're performing on stage. And maybe there are some people who doesn't understand that thing. Kaya meron terms na ginagamit na. Pag binura mo yan, malalaki ka pa rin. Kasi there are trans na 
ganda-ganda. They look up and look to others like, ako na to. Uh, how about you guys? Parang, if you're considered yourself as a trans, kailangan kung ano ka, you din maging sila. And not everyone can afford to be that. Uh, that kind of beauty na sinasabi nila. Kaya, meron mga ganong LGBT kasi nga, it's not easy to understand kasi hindi naman tayo agad nagtatanong eh. We're going to give opinions as fast as, as we can. Kaya merong misunderstanding na nangyayari. Kasi nga, we're not open ears to understand. We're not open-minded for us to learn. Kaya merong mga ganong kind of thinking. Pero kagaya ng sinabi ko nga, if you really feel who you are with your heart, you don't need to compare yourself to others. Kasi comparison, yung comparison, dyan nag-i-start yung insecurities natin. And when insecurity comes up, there are a lot of words you're going to tell just to uplift yourself. And that's, I think, we, we should avoid. You're too much uplifting yourself and you forget something na your differences and not comparing them to you. Because they are ju- you are just an inspiration, but you should not be the... Ano ba tamang term? Hindi ka dapat, ikaw yung pinakaano, parang paghuhulmahan. Ikaw yung parang, kailangan ikaw yung standard of beauty. Kasi nga kilala ka. I hate that kind of word. Kailangan, ikaw yung standard. Kasi nga, you inspired many people. Hindi ikaw yung standard kasi nga maganda ka. Can I ask you something, Rian? And I want you to be 100% honest with me. Yeah. Okay. Are you really just this nice or are you just being extra nice because we're live right now? Because, oh, yes, you know, yeah. because the questions I'm asking you are, are you know, I mean, some of the questions I'm asking you are a bit, you know, they kind of attack the womanhood of transgender women. And, you know, oh, many I, people in my city all of them know me to be this kind of way. Okay. Okay. No, no. I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just playing with you. It's just that, you know, you're very um. I'm not being gay because we're live. It's just reality. <laughs> okay, okay. No, because you know you're very diplomatic. You're you're answering like you are in the beauty pageant that you're currently joining. So I'm like, is Rian just being extra nice, or is she just really that nice? But yeah, I'm I'm just playing with you. Okay, so um, let's talk a bit about now um, MIQ, right? So you know, in our episode last year, we did say that if the opportunity came, you will you know apply, you will join, you know, etc. So could you walk us through the process? Because, uh, you know, with Miss Universe Philippines, right, you know, thousands of people send their applications. Then I think they do like a top 100, then top 50, then top 20 or whatever, right? So for MIQ, is it something like that? Maybe you could walk us through that a bit? Um, my MIQ journey was really hard because... I think I saw the post, but I already liked the page earlier. And I saw the post about the requirements, and I was too excited that time. And upon reading the requirements, there is a vaccination needed. And in my city, they prioritize A1 to A4 and not A5. So I go, ha, shock, how can I join? I don't have va- vaccination yet, and I don't have a schedule. So I decided, oh, okay, if it's not for me, it's not for me. So I'm not going to join. I just watch and support uh, whoever it is. And 
one moment, the Facebook page of Miss International Queen that I already messaged uh, respond as, it's okay na to be followed yung vaccination card. Oh my gosh, parang ilang days, one week na lang, one week na lang preparation that time, and I was okay. How? And I realized I was a volunteer under DIWA, so I can use as volunteer so I can have this vaccination. And I asked our head if I can have this vaccination kasi nga, we're going to face people eh, because DIWA Partners is helping people towards this pandemic and we're serving, uh, eating program, giving medication. Kaya, oh, I forgot. I was a volunteer so I can use this platform so I can have my vaccination. And luckily, I got scheduled before passing the requirements. I got the first dose and I said, okay, let me let me ask if there are people who wants to uh, shoot. Because it was really rushed. Kaya naganap ako ng photographer na pwedeng mag- uh, mag-shoot sa akin kasi nga napaka-rush na and I asked Jasper Manala if really he can. Singit na lang ako kahit pa paano and he said yes, but gabi. And I said, okay, it's okay even if it's night kasi 20, 26, the last submission of everything, 26. And na-shoot ako at I think 24, so 23. 23 Very close to the deadline. Yes, 23 ako na shoot that time and I rush him na this pa edit na ako so I can pass it already and I printed out everything that I need. I scan my passport, my vaccination card and lucky after a night, 24 na pasa niya na sa akin yung um, picture ko na pwede ko nang i-print. So I printed out everything and I send it to Miss International Queen page. And you need to send it through Gmail and send it a hard copy on the exact place they have given. And I said, uh, due to ano, lockdown process, ma-delay yung uh, documents ko three to one week. Yeah. And November 24, I only have two days so they can receive my application. And I think maybe my message due to pandemic, kasi nga ECQ yung Manila that time, yeah. And they decided to extend they ex they decided to extend the screening process up to 30 because there are a lot of places na lockdown and it's hard to you know submit papers. And I said yes, thankful. I'm so nakahinga ako ng maluwag that time. Oh, thank you. Kasi uh, I always think no matter what happened, nakapagpasa ako and out of 100 applicants, I was chose to be top 40. And yung uh, top 40 na yon nag-under ng interview last week, uh, one by one, by schedule. I was scheduled for 4pm, but I prepared earlier ones because I don't want to be late. And it, they were nice. Ma'am Michelle Monte Carlo, Derek, they're all nice asking questions. It, it looks like I'm just telling you everything I want to. And they let me speak. They let me speak. They ask me questions so I can answer. And there is one question being asked. Uh, you're going to choose. And then you're going to answer in a nice way. And after that, they're going to say, we're going to keep you updated. So I think, yeah, um, hindi mo talaga masasabi yung panahon. 
but thankful and lucky na nabigyan tayo ng chance. So no matter what happens, support natin ang Miss International Queen first ever dito sa Philippines ang magre-represent sa atin. So ayan, matitigil na yung mga hanash natin about Miss Universe kasi we already have our Miss International Queen Philippines. Siguro naman matitigil na. So so with that one, you mentioned top 40. Uh when is the so after top 40 is there going to be like another let's say top 20 then top, the top 20 will, top 25 okay uh, has that been announced uh, i don't receive anything yet but, but the last post of the video said like you will know the top 25 very soon that's okay, that's that's not very specific because very soon could be as early as tomorrow <laughs> yeah, in as late as two weeks from now, right? I mean, that's not really a... Uh, okay. Everything so, is a surprise, I think. Yeah, for all we know, maybe right after this episode, they'll already post the top 25. So, Hopefully. you know, you went through that um, Actually, interview you're process. going to receive an email if you... Oh, an email. Yeah, because so, I was preparing on my vaccination for second dose earlier, 5 a.m., and... I saw a post like, thank you so much. I made it to Chenin and Chenin. Oh, wait a minute. Let me check my email. So when I check my email, I receive an email from Michelle Monte Carlo and it says I'm one of the top 40. I shouted and screenshot the message, already posted it. And upon reading, parang naalimpungatan ako, upon reading na top 40, akala ko top 25 na, top 40 siya. And you're going to have qualification on the said interview. And they're going to choose the top 25. So ah, I thought it was already top 25, but still thankful, 100 applicants. And I was chosen to be one. Top 40 is not bad for the first try. Yeah, so with that, I'm, I'm curious. So you, I think you mentioned that your scheduled time at that time when they interviewed you, right? Was that 4 p.m.? Uh, am I correct? Yeah. Because um, some of the long- people- 1 p.m. Yeah, but That's how cool. how long was the interview process with you know the the organizers and such? Actually, it's not that long because you've given the opportunity to speak 45 minutes or whatsoever, and it's like introducing yourself how how you're going to be known. It's like filling out the uh, the registration form. And I read the registration form, so I I tell them what I have written on that registration, and I tell them who I was, what I want, and why I sh- I wanted to become part of this first ever. And I think along the post city, I don't know some of the trust if they applied, but I was the one who applied. Hopefully. And I was lucky to be that part. Yeah, napaka unexpected mga nangyayari. It was all surprise and in rush. Okay, so before we continue with this, uh, I'd like to read the comments from L. So L has been a guest here like many times already, and uh, you know she said uh, trans women are women, and crash the system. Okay. That's that's a funny one. Uh, then dump societal standards. We own our own womanhood. We are trans. We are women, and we are valid. So actually, El's been here like I think five or six times, give or take. But yeah, thanks, El. You know, I'm happy that you're back 
uh, watching our episode. We really miss you. Sorry. Yeah. You don't need validation from others kasi nga ang kailangan lang natin is yung what you really feel. Kailang hindi mo naman kailangan ng um, validation sa sa ibang tao na ah babae ako. So kailangan i-consider niyo ako as babae. I think we don't need to wait for that time to come. Uh, we just need to act. We, if you feel as a woman, you need to act as a woman, and you don't care about what others said. Because uh, long, uh, long ago, I'm so sorry. Philippines is just such like, kahit gumawa ka ng mabuti, whatever you done good, whatever you, even you do good, you, you do bad. There is always a comment came from others. Kaya, parang it's normal na lang na to read comments and standards from the people. Kaya, tama si ate talaga. We, we are valid. Yeah, so with that one, um, uh, Rian, so, you know, how long was the interview process with the organizers again? Like, was it an hour, two hours? No, not that too long. I think it's just 30 minutes or 25. Not too long because uh, after you introduce yourself, after you introduce yourself, uh, each of them are going to ask you such normal question na, how are you how was the feeling uh what can you say about miss international team something like that it's just like i know casual talking to someone and they don't put pressure on those candidates kaya medyo ano lang siya parang normal lang siya kaya parang magaan and after that chika chikahan uh they're going to give you a question and you're going to answer it. And after you answered it, you know, thank you, thank you. And then you're going to leave the Zoom meeting because there's still a lot of candidates waiting. Who are waiting to enter and, and all. Okay, so like a 30-minute interview, give or take. Yeah, because so, we've been scheduled by time. So kailangan yeah. nating meet. Actually, I was scheduled for but uh i entered the zoom six or five six i think yeah because we're 40 candidates and i it's 10 by 10 starting one up to four i think like end sila ng nine nine or ten because they posted seven hours yeah they said seven hours is played interview with the candidates yeah so seven hours Top 40 for seven hours. Okay, so with that one, Rian, so you know, I'm glad so far that you've made it to the top 40. I'm very confident that you. you would make it to the top 25. Okay. Now, I'm going to ask you something, and I hope you could answer it because you know, I'm very confident that you'll make it to the top 25, right? And that I think, in my opinion, you have a good chance of you know, winning this, this whole um, pageant. But from all the other ladies who are there, tell me who are the two women who you think are your who are your closest competitors. Like, if you don't win, these two might have a chance to beat you. Actually, the uh, those two names na before palang magstart ang um, screening time, ma they are the two strongest uh, competitor na narinig ko na apply during that time. It's Ate Patricia Payuno and Miss Alex Mariano. 
I think Alec Mariano already applied Miss International Queen Thailand before. So they are the two great companies. So you think that, you know, being the humble Rian that you are, you know, because uh, you think that if you don't win, it's one of these two who will win, right? Yes, of course, but we're not always, uh, of course, uh, if it's not for you, it's not for you. So I think it's better to fight and yeah. let the God give you what is right for you. Okay, so I have no idea who they are. I think the only ones I, the only person I know there is you. Uh, but okay. Uh, anyway, um, El uh, commented again, and I think this is a good uh, comment. It's not a question, right? It's more of a statement. So it shouldn't stop us from pushing forward for a more inclusive Philippines, though, in terms of you know MIQ Philippines. Uh, we don't settle for less just because we're seen as quote unquote others. LGBT rights are human rights. Keep the conversation going. So I guess um. What L means by that is, because you know, in my opinion, it's good that, you know, if transgender women want to have pageants, it's fine. For me personally, I think that, you know, I think that it's great that Miss Universe, you know, International allows transgender women. But I guess what she's trying to say here, and L, if you're still watching, please correct me if I'm wrong, uh, is that you know, transgender women, you know, just because you do have your own, you know, MIQ Philippines, doesn't mean that. You know, transgender women should just settle for just MIQ Philippines because you know at yeah. the end of the day, um, and you've said this as well, Rian, that you know transgender women are women, and you know since you are women, you should be treated as women. Like if a transgender man, you know, since a transgender man is a man, they they should be treated as a man. But anyway, you know, going back, okay, so you know we went through your competitors and things like that. So when it comes to this whole thing. Uh, let's just say, you know, once you make it the top 20, question, after they announce the top 25, so let's hear the top 25, right? Um, are they going to all, is it? Is there going to be a show, like all of you have to be in like a certain stadium or something and do the program? Or will there be like a top 15 and the top 15 goes to like a live show? I mean, I'm do you know I'm not the top pretty top? much sure, but I think they're going to have it face-to-face, -face. hopefully it gets back to normal. And I think following the standards can can you know validate this face-to-face -face pageant because this is the first ever pageant like this universe philippines they already allowed the pageant to happen because yeah like a live a live pageant out. right yeah yeah uh the last uh information i had is top 25 will go to Bukit. and i i don't have any information yet Okay, so top 25, they'll go through the live shows, then... Yeah, I think it's then. official top 25. Yeah. Okay, so with that one, um, Rian, I do have some other questions for you, and these are more the types of questions that I think you're going to be asked during, you know, the competition. So like what I mentioned earlier in the episode, I did a lot of research. Uh, so my first question is this. Um, I think you're very aware with what's happening in in Afghanistan about the whole um, Taliban uh, overthrowing the government and such. And recently the Philippines mentioned, or not really mentioned, they, they made a statement saying that if there are any Afghan uh, people who want to migrate to the Philippines, the door is open for them. My first question to you is, are you okay with getting refugees from Afghanistan to live in the Philippines? Uh, and two, if you are not, why? Um, 
seeing the place in Bataan where they accepted refugees. I think we're all already not looking for the social standard of the Philippines, but having our natural resources that can offer to them, I think, yes, we're all ready. But the spread of the virus, I think we must be prepared for that. If we're going to accept people or refugees from other uh, other country, I think we must be we, we must tighten the protocols and protect the people of the Philippines while we're accepting others. You see, we've been called as hospitable, so we can accept people as long as we can, and we can offer them if they can eat the food from our natural resources, like our tribe people. And never naman naging madamot ang Philippines sa tingin ko. So I think, yeah, we're ready. Okay, so with that one, uh, okay, that's good. Uh, second question is, so with the current, you know, pandemic here in the Philippines and such, uh, how how would you convince people to get vaccinated? Because, you know, there are some people out there who aren't keen on getting vaccinated. How would you convince them to say, hey, you know, get the vaccine, it's very important? Yeah, I think in order to stop this pandemic, uh, uh, they only need us to be vaccinated, every one of us to be vaccinated. So we can have a normal life. But due to the spreading virus, because some of us, if they get vaccinated, they think they were all safe. So they can go out, they can have some gatherings outside, but not thinking like it's just a stamina booster you're going to have a healthier life but not safe to COVID yet because it's na, uh, it is still unsafe because the virus is evolving to different terms like Delta virus now being spread in the Philippines. We don't know how, we don't know where. So I think everyone should get vaccinated and look if they're... At the first dose, you're going to experience heavy body headache, fever, but before having those kind, after we get vaccinated, we already take biogenesis to avoid those feelings. But maybe the reason I don't feel anything because masyado nang bugbog yung raso ko sa mga injection and yung pain tolerance na meron ako. But I don't feel different after get getting vaccinated. I already fully vaccinated. Sinovac but I feel so sorry for those people who lost their loved ones after getting vaccinated because some issues said that after getting vaccinated, uh, a lot of sickness came out through their bodies. And I don't know how to explain it, but I'm not uh, uh, I'm not perfect to explain such things. But in my own experience as a fully vaccinated, I think it's safe for me it's safe because i oh, i don't have any side effects i don't feel anything i just wanted uh the the time that i was having this vaccination i was thinking that after i get vaccinated sana okay na sana we go back to the normal life that we had uh, we don't use this face mask face shield okay now we can go out we can have our normal life we 
can have our events back and so as those people who freelancer like me na magkaroon na ng normal income and magkaroon na ng normal life sa lahat I think yun na lang yung pinaka-easiest way to invite them if we really need to or want to go back to normal I think vaccination is a must Okay, so, you know, I have one last question for you before I let you go. It's a fun question. So let's assume that, you know, COVID is, you know, you get to live a semi-normal life where you can travel again, you know, abroad without having to go through quarantines or whatever. Just name one country that you want to go to. One country I want to go to? Yeah, just one. You don't even need to say why. Just name it. I'm not really much sure because I don't see places, but it should be Spain. Spain, okay. I think that's a that's a very uh, interesting answer. But yeah, I mean, you know, thank you so much for uh, being here, Ian. Uh, before we, so we yeah, before we end the episode, uh, I just want you to do some of your plugins. Let's say uh, our future viewers on Spotify as well may want to contact you, maybe about dressmaking or. Maybe they want to ask you for advice for joining pageants as well or anything. Maybe you can just plug in your social media accounts and stuff. Uh, I think if there are people who want to inquire, I have Facebook page, Sewing Rian. And if you had a lot of questions, my Facebook is always open. I don't use any social media that much, only Facebook. But my Instagram is 18rian, if you want to follow me. That's my Instagram. I don't want to give my biker. But my Facebook is always open, but I'm going to check if it's worth I respond or not. But I'm responding sometimes. I'm just reacting. I don't know what to say. But I do respond to those people like transgender who's asking what kind of hormones I take, what kind of uh way i live my life i i, I just tell them with precautions i'm doing this because i already experienced it how that's the side effect and I, I want them to avoid the way i use it because i experienced the hardship so nagre-respond naman tayo with at at least may mga ano pa eh, uh do's and don'ts parang guide na rin sa kanila. And thank you dun sa mga uh, trans people natin na nagme-message about uh, MIKPH still congratulating me. And thank you Olongo Pool City Subic Sambales na marami talagang naka-appreciate. And hopefully ma- makuha tayo sa top 25. And I'm going to fight for the first ever Miss International Queen Philippines. And thank you Paolo for inviting me and igla for this such kind of talk na medyo nakaka talagang intriga kasi nga, I've been waiting for this it's been years and thankful after we talk it has this international Queen Philippines it's like a magic so to everyone who's watching na uh, don't ever need validation from others kagaya nga ng sabi niya sabi ni ano ate kanina uh, we're not stopping to be accepted by the people. It's just taking it slowly because people are not that fast to understand the wide community that we have.
because inside the community there is still a misunderstanding so i think it's it's worth a wait that's all i can say validation discrimination and everything ignore those things just valid yours up i think what is valid is your feelings it's all matters Great. Well, thank you again so much again for being here. Uh, it's been it's been great. Uh, you know, funny one year anniversary. I invite you back again, and it's about MIQ. Hopefully, you know, maybe next year, maybe next year it will be you winning MIQ in uh, Thailand or something. So let's see about that. But you never know. So yeah, thank you again, again for being here. Yeah. Sorry. I'm so excited to meet them, Kapunta. Yeah, you better you better start practicing your thigh already. But anyway, I do because you. I'm watching BL series. So I oh, to okay. That. Yeah, yeah, and that's very um thigh. Most of them are thigh. But anyway, you know, thank you so much, Rian, for being here. Iglap will be actually back this Saturday. Uh, fun, very very unique time. We're gonna have back to back episodes, but this time it'll be on Saturday with um Lorraine Gazingan, where we will be discussing uh breaking stereotypes in dating. So yeah, thank you again so much, Rianne, to our viewers, to our viewers, and to our future viewers and our listeners on Spotify. Thank you again so much. Stay safe, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you, thank you, guys. Goodbye.